0: hello i'm paul i'm adam and i'm ben and welcome to the Film filmbusters podcast the film show with no filters no prisoners taken loads of disagreements but one hell of a love for cinema
1: if you want to hear three friends ridiculing each other for an hour or so regarding their taste in films then you have come to the right place in each episode one of the team picks a film for us to discuss it could be anything from a recent cinema release to an all-time classic so strap in and get ready to get mad or get vindicated as we guide you through the murky world of being a film geek
0: if you like what you hear you can also find us on twitter and instagram using at filmbusters pod you can also find each of our individual accounts i'm at filmbusters paul
2: i'm at filmbusters adam
0: and i'm at filmbusters ben if you want to use your
2: eyes instead of your ears, you can also visit the website at filmbusterspod.co.uk.
1: And if Bustin' makes you feel good, you can also support us at patreon.com forward slash filmbusters for exclusive content. Or shoot over and
0: get some groovy merchandise at society6.com forward slash filmbusters.
2: Alright, can we just get on with this now, please? Filmbusters.
0: Hello wonderful people, uh, we might want to just let you know beforehand, we just recorded our Patreon episode, but Adam is very, very hungover, so that is why he's, he's talking like this.
2: Yes, yeah, I might just
1: disappear throughout that podcast, uh, whatever. What's new? Yeah. It's <laughs> <Just like> standard, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I might go have a nap. So, uh, listeners, this is what Adam does, he brings cats to the podcast and then uh, decides he's going to be hungover and disappear for the majority of the conversation. Yes.
0: It's absolute ludicrousness. How dare you? I mean, I expect some high energy with uh, with the talk about cats, just sort of high energy of, like, outrage for the film. Or we might really like it. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we really like the film. No spoilers.
1: <laughs> no. No spoilers around here. <laughs> but I think that I can predict one thing that is definitely going to happen by the end of this podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I can kind of predict that i more. think we
1: can all predict it there's a chance maybe not though there is a slight chance maybe not but i'm pretty sure
0: i cannot be... believe the irishman is going to be dethroned as the top film <laughs> of
1: i know man i know cgi in all its forms is winning out on our ranking another cgi film comes along to knock down the irishman
0: <laughs> but yes we're talking about cats today adam's very hungover but it's fine it's okay but before we get into that, uh, let's just talk about our patron. We've got a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash filmbus. So we do exclusive content for patrons. They get exclusive episodes. They get to suggest and control the show with what films they want to hear about. What we're we doing today on the patron episode after this episode, Adam?
2: Um, we're talking about the best films we watched in the last month,
0: the month of July. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We had a fun little discussion. Adam, of course, was hungover, but it was fun.
2: Mum's a great discussion.
1: Yes.
0: Did you say your mum's a great discussion?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mine was a great
0: discussion. (laughs) I thought you
1: were dissing me. Your mum's a great discussion. Your mum is a great discussion.
0: I mean, that's not really a diss, really. No, it ain't. Depending on what the discussion's about.
1: Right, enough of this stupidness. (laughs) We sound like fucking amateurs over here. (laughs) It's time to get serious.
0: Let's get serious.
1: Now listen, this is a film podcast. This is a film podcast. If you've never listened to us before, it's a very serious film podcast where we talk good sense and enlighten you. And I want to say something. Please do. I am very annoyed that someone is out there trying to encroach on our territory and do the dirty on us. You know what I'm talking about, boys? No. I'm going to name him because I think he should be named on the podcast. There's okay. someone out there who has started podcasting about two weeks ago
0: oh, shit. Okay. and is
1: largely copying our format and it's highly annoying and uh, I think needs to stay in his lane because he has better things to be doing and his name is Quentin Tarantino.
0: Is he really? Yes. Oh wow, I didn't know that. What's he, what is he doing? What, is he doing random films?
1: so him and his mate roger avery who used to work in a video store together they have this podcast that they set up called video something and basically when this video store went out of business tarantino bought all the vhs's and kept them in archive and their podcast is now they revisit a vhs for each episode but they have to watch it on the vhs yeah yeah, and then they then they talk about it uh i'm only joking but it's very it, it was it was very good but I I thought fucking hell man he's a nightmare because the other guy every time the other guy speaks Tarantino's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah," and then Tarantino talks over him constantly so it may as well just be the Tarantino show but well it
0: is really isn't it
1: it is but this guy Roger Avery I feel like I can't remember who he is but I know he is involved in Tarantino's films yeah Um, it's really good I just love that Tarantino is such a fucking big geek Mm. head absolute ultimate movie geek like I would rather hear Scorsese talk about movies, but if I couldn't hear Scorsese, I'd, I'd hear Tarantino because he just has such a pure passion for it. Mm, they, did, uh, they did John Carpenter's Dark Star for their first episode. and Dark Star's such a student-y film. It's really weird and I love it. How do they do they
0: really get into, like, do they diss the film? Or do they no, just well, love it, it up? Hit,
1: Tarantino talks about when he watched it the first time and how much he hated it. Oh, okay, And how he only re-watched it for this podcast and how much he loves it. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay. Yes, it's good. It, 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 it's good. There's only been two episodes, I think. But anyway, stay in your lane, Quentin, because you yeah. make a lot of money from making movies. So yeah. leave us to do the podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> ben, carry on yes. speaking. Let's move on to your I'm next speaking. segment.
1: Next segment is question time. So uh, at this point. I ask the boys two questions. For those who haven't listened before, I ask them two questions about the film that we've watched this week. If they get the questions right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, I get a point. Currently, Paul is running away with things, as he has been all year, with 23 points. I'm in second place with 14 points, and Adam's in last place with 10 points. But let's see if we can make any difference today. Uh, I would say these questions aren't particularly hard. You either know them or you don't, or you could take a fairly good guess at them. So you have, uh, you have have a good you have a good shot. So, Cool. I know you're hung over, Adam, but try and engage your brain for the next sixty seconds. To leave in the next sixty seconds. Okay. (laughs) Ah, so cats marks Tom Hooper's director Tom Hooper's second musical feature film adaptation. What was the first? Oh shit. Uh, Les Mis. Very good, Adam. There's a point for Adam. Yeah, it was Les Mis, wasn't it? It was Les Mis. Adam got the point. Les Miserables. Lay Very good. Miserables. Lay Miserables. Les Miserables. I didn't even to the question. I just said it, Phil. Let's see. Let's keep the momentum going. See if you can get a second point, Adam. This movie features in the IMDb bottom 100 worst movies of all time. But can you guess where within five positions okay. it is lowest, with one being the worst and 100 being the 23. least worst? Adam, uh, you just fucking nailed it. Really? Exactly. <laughs> You knew that, clearly. No, I didn't. I just said <laughs> a number. I've always been in the 20s. Are you joking? He needs to be high yeah, over every time. <laughs> I know. A number. How <laughs> the hell did he do that? He, you said that with such conviction, mate. I was going to say that with 28. Well, well. Adam takes two points.
0: Adam Fantastic, takes all the spoils. <laughs> well done.
1: You were paying attention. Definitely going <laughs> back to bed now. Jesus. <laughs> That's all his energy gone. That's it. He turned up. He dropped the mic. He walked off. <laughs> well, well done, done Adam. Adam. Fucking hell. This is, why, this is why he picked Cats. He's He knows all about it. <laughs> Good work. Should wow. we move on to this dab film? That's the most thrilling thing that's happened on this podcast in ages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to uh, Cats. Let's do it. Hi. Hey, welcome to the Los Angeles City Animal Shelter. How can I help you? I'm looking to
0: rescue a cat today.
1: Oh, my God, yes. Um, did you have any particular kind in mind?
0: No, no, nothing in particular. Just uh, going to give it a good home.
1: Awesome. Okay, you are going to follow me back here. Okay. Yeah, you're actually in luck. Uh, we just got in a bunch of new kittens in a Himalayan. Look how cute it is. I'm being totally honest. They're going to have a much easier time finding their forever homes than some of our other cats. The ones really in need of rescuing are the Jellicles. Mm.
2: Aww. Mr. at your service.
0: That is a cat?
1: Yeah, sadly there's a lot of Jellicles on the street. They're, you know, singing and dancing in alleys, kind of rambling on about nonsense. Only one cat among us will be chosen to be reborn in the Heaviside layer. Yes, you are.
0: Uh, and and uh, what exactly is a Jellicle cat?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I am Jellicle and I am a cat. I am
2: a cat and I am Jellicle, 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 Jellicle cats. I am a cat and you see I am Jellicle, 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 jellicle.
0: Right everyone, today we're talking about Cats from 2019 by Tom Hooper. This is a spoiler episode. If you haven't seen it, then don't bother, maybe, and just listen to us. Yeah. Talk about it in a good way or a bad way. Who knows? Before we move on to the film, we got someone who's appeared in one of the films we've done before. Do you know who it is?
2: Judy Dench. Nope.
0: Ian McKellen. Nope. James Corden. Nope. Jason Derulo. This is the thing. He's actually appeared in three films we've done before.
1: Oh. Ray Winston. Nope. What? We've never done any films with these people in? Nope. Uh, oh, Idris Elba. Yes, it's Idris yeah, Elba. Can you name in a bunch f- of Marvel fucking films. He's in one Marvel film. One of the Avengers. He's in Infinity War.
0: What other yes. two films is he in?
1: Nothing. <laughs> one of the Suicide Squad.
0: Suicide Squad. What's the last film he's in? Which Ben likes more than me and Adam.
1: We oh, yeah, Google Pacific it. Rim.
0: That's the correct answer. <laughs> there we go. Infinity War, Suicide Squad, and Pacific Rim.
1: Wow, Idris is getting around on our podcast. He is. This is his fourth appearance. Look at that. McCavity. McCavity,
0: Adam, would you like to speak about what this film is about?
2: This film isn't about anything. <laughs> That's true. This there's not a plot to this film. This is about cats and they run around and then one of Judy Dench goes, oh, you're the best cat.
1: Pretty much actually, yeah. You're, you're the, the best, best cat, cat, so die and go to heaven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go to cat is. heaven. Angelica
2: cat. So funny. That is what it is. Yes. Do, <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do,
1: do, do, do. Great. Anyway, let me spit this out and get this shit out of my system. Go on. Uh, so, Cats began life as a children's book of poems written by T.S. Eliot called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. And all of these poems were little sweet ditties that describe different cats, their behaviours and personalities. Then Andrew Lloyd Webber took those poems and wove them together into the uh, Smash Hits musical. time we cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber before? Because we did Jesus super Time. Oh yes, indeed. This is our second Andrew Lloyd Webber adaptation. That was shit as well. Mm. There you go. It wasn't shit. It was shit. It wasn't shit. It was, uh, mate, let's not speak about cats and Jesus they Christ Superstar compare. in the same breath. No, no, we won't, but...
0: Even Julio wouldn't agree that they're on the same level.
1: (laughs) No. Julio, the great cheerleader for Cats. Who knew? (laughs) Anyway, it had a triumphant run in London before transitioning to Broadway and then became the fourth longest-running show in Broadway history over there. Now Tom Hooper brings Cats to the big screen, and it was originally supported by Andrew Lloyd Webber, but he soon realised that Hooper had no great understanding of the show, and was actually devastated with the final product so much so that he uh, adopted a a emotional support puppy for him to get over the tragedy of what they had done to cats. need an emotional support puppy right now. Yeah, you do. Uh, and apparently, I don't know if this sounds like bullshit, but he went on a plane or he requested to fly on a plane with his emotional support puppy and the airline wanted to know what his justification or reasoning for having it was and he wrote a note back saying didn't you see what they did to my beloved cats and the airline said please go ahead I don't know (laughs) it's a nice story I don't know how true that is I saw that on the IMDB it's a great punchline Uh, anyway much of the world was also devastated with the final product uh, and it is considered one of the worst films of all time and we'll discuss just why that might be yes indeed
0: Adam this is your film, so you get to decide whose first impression you want first, in what order.
2: I'm going first. Okay. Oh, I've got some energy. Yep. Um, and then, I don't know, Ben and Paul. Okay. It's shit, isn't it? Oh, we
0: wait till you hear what we have to say.
2: It's really fucking shit. Like, <laughs> I remember watching it, was a year ago, no, two years ago at Christmas, when we were isolating because one of our housemates had COVID. Fucking hell, we Merry go Christmas. And we were Christmas. like, it came on, and we were like, "How bad can Christmas get?" Let's put on cats. Like, it can't get much worse. And we watched like twenty minutes of it, and we're like, "No, this is as bad as everybody made out." And um, I just don't get why nobody stopped this film from being released. Mm. Like, don't no, no one at any point in that production must have gone, "Oh, no, this looks really good. Let's just release it." If it looks that like shit, just go. no, Okay, we need another couple of months. It's not like a fucking. Period. It's not like it needs to come out of Christmas or it needs to come out of fucking Halloween or something. It's just like it's not even like just the CGI that shit, the acting shit, the plot shit, the settings are shit. What plot shit? There isn't a plot to it. There's just like they do the same song repeatedly for the two hours. Once you watch ten minutes of it, you've seen the whole film. It's just, yeah, it's just shit it was shit. And then it gets even worse because James Corden turns up. And then after that, it actually seems okay because is not in it for much. You're like, oh, this isn't as bad. Like, it was like the Rebel Wilson turned up on us, like, what the fuck is this? And then James Corden turns up and you're like, nah, fuck off. Um, but yeah, and by the end of it, everything annoyed me about it. Even the way they just danced around the screen, which is annoying. Just like, everything was annoying. Um, But yeah, shit. That's top podcasting right there. <laughs> not the film reviewing,
1: yeah. I do agree with all of that, obviously. But rather than finding it annoying, I've found it sickening completely. I <laughs> did, did you one feel of like the f- a bit queasy. Yeah, not, That's not even the first time not I watched it, it was like disturbing. Just a bit. It was like so. I can't quite summarise it in words it was an emotional physical feeling within me that thought this is unnatural it feels horrible and it is yes largely down to the visual design and it's not just because oh that looks shit because the reality is the CGI is fine for what it is like it's just they try to make people look like cats but it's so overly done I don't know on a visceral visual level it is deeply unpleasant and it yeah it almost felt like travel sickness watching it mm. coupled with the fact that a it's impossible to understand what they're singing right in my opinion it's impossible to understand i had to turn subtitles on because they're just singing about anything and nothing half of the words they use make no fucking sense The scenarios they're in, I don't understand why they're in one scenario to another. It is... I only realise after the fact that, essentially, it is like Britain's Got Talent, but with fucking terrible cats, with annoying performances by pretty much everyone, and that's how annoying they are, because Mm. even all that CGI can't cover them up. The lead cat, whose name I don't even know, played by the ballet dancer, just... Every time I had to look at her face, it was so annoying. It's like, oh, God, you are so self-aware. You think you are beautiful. You are so overly it. Like, go back to the stage. Go back to ballet and get off my screen. I don't want to look at you. I do not want to look at you. There's no plot. It's songs about shit. It's so upper class. I totally can get why some people might go and see this on stage and enjoy it. Is it worse than the Paddington? It's worse than Paddington. I've even got the note here. Paddington 2 is stunning by comparison. It is. It is horrible. But I can understand why it would work on stage. Because people dressed in costumes performing musical numbers on stage in a fixed setting where you can actually see each song and set piece as its own contained thing works. This Song to song to song to song, where I have no idea why we're suddenly meeting this cat. It's the same and this song. Cat. Sorry. It's the same song, and <laughs> we're seeing cats. For what? You're turning up for four minutes to sing a song about being a, a, a railway cat. Why? Who are you? Now you're gone. Why should I care about this? I didn't understand why Idris Elba was a villain. I didn't understand what a jellical cat was. I didn't understand why we should give a fuck about Jennifer Hudson being on on the street as a street cat. I felt nothing for nobody, and uh, it's it's probably the worst film I've seen in my life. I struggle to think of a worse film. Did you and think I'm, it would be as bad
2: as it was when? I'm mean, this is the next of the podcast, isn't it? I'm kind of jumping in, but yeah, you'd like this does live up to the hype of being shit.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, and I don't, and I'm not just piling on it like. I don't want this podcast to just become a oh it's shit done. I want to talk about why just exactly what is so fucking wrong with this thing because everyone knows it's bad. It's not like a mass pylon. It's just everyone individually will watch this surely and know it's terrible. And I don't think Julio ever been more wrong about a film in his life. I think he can enjoy <laughs> I think he can enjoy the fucking musical on on stage, but as a film adaptation, no, there is nothing that works.
0: Mm-hmm. I say my bit,
1: yeah, yeah, sorry, I keep jumping in beer. Yeah. It's okay. you should be um, hung over more often he's <laughs> <laughs> full of life
0: He's <laughs> full of life. It's that Dr. Pepper he's drinking? yeah um, i got I got to agree with you Ben I, I know we, we did little whatsapp messages. It's probably the first time we've ever really spoken about a film to each other yeah. before before we, we recorded the podcast, yeah uh, because I just watched it and I sent a little message to our whatsapp group. And it just so happened that Ben was actually already watching it. And I was just walking. I was like, I actually feel sick after mm. watching that. I had, I had a sick feeling in my stomach. I think, it, yeah, it's just a, a nauseating abomination, this film. Yeah, it's, I just felt so uncomfortable watching yeah. it. Like, the C, the CGI is just so off-putting. It, it is madness how we even got out of the editing room. Like, when, when did anyone think, yeah, we definitely got to release this film? Which is, they just they mean- just stopped.
2: Editors were pulling like ninety-hour weeks to get this film done. Fuck, like, if I worked ninety hours, and this was the outcome, would be a little bit annoying. <laughs> well, but this is the thing. Yeah. It
1: went back in for anyway. We're I'll oh, carry on, Paul. Yeah. Uh, not only that. Yeah. It's just boring.
0: It is boring as hell. it's just. It is what you say. It's just going from one cat to another, just talking about them. There's no story. It's just. I can see why. How this is. This was a short story of poem, whatever it is. That's all it is. That's it. And maybe, maybe this would have been a little bit better. If they were just dressed in costumes, mm. maybe it could have passed off. I don't think it would have been as sickening as it was because the design is just absolutely gross. I can't even – it's just disgusting. And, um, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't even follow the story half-time. As you said, I, I didn't understand what, what they were singing. I don't understand what they were singing. I don't know what the fuck a jellicle is. And then James Corden appears, and I instantly have my back up. With anything yeah. he's in, yeah. and liking. he gets even like more annoying than he should. My backups like a cat, Very and good. it's uh <laughs> its just so utterly boring, and gross. It makes me feel ill, and it makes me feel ill to think if I ever have to have to watch this ever again. It just makes you feel sick the thought of that, and mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the worst films I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. And it's if one of those worst. you can't even imagine. You know when you have a film that everyone's like, "Oh, it's so bad." Mm. But here we're going to put it in the cinema so everyone can come and enjoy how bad it is. It's mm. so bad that people would not buy tickets for it because you, no. there is no enjoyment to have in how no. bad it no. is. Yeah, it is that like
2: that's what we put when we put
1: it on at Christmas.
2: It was like let's just see how bad this is. Like let's see what everyone's saying. And yeah. You watch it and you're like, this isn't even bad. Like a be more be horror film where like I know you're like. It's kind of funny. It's just irritating, and it's just like I was. And when we were do, when I was doing it, I was thinking, oh, like let's just try and find a part of it I kind of enjoyed." Like let's yeah. just find like one thing I enjoyed, and I think the only thing I enjoyed was the twins. But that was only because they followed the James Corden part.
1: So anything like, after James
2: Corden is a yeah, reprieve. Yeah, it was literally like that. Was like the only part I just felt like. This was when they were dancing around the house. I was kind of like, "This is a little bit entertaining," but it was still just fucking shit. Though, like really shit. Like, I watched over. I had to. I watched over three, three periods. Just one. Well, that's because I didn't have enough time to actually sit down and watch it in one hit. But I was coming home from work and I was watching like forty minutes of it. And I was like, "I need to go off and do a bit." It does not like, make dinner me. and stuff like that. But um yeah, it's just so sh- like. It's just, yeah, there's just nothing
1: good about it. It's just like... I'll tell you why it feels so shit and why I think it could work on stage. Not that I would... I don't think I would enjoy it on stage. No. I but I can, I can see why it would work on stage as opposed to the film is because it literally is just songs. It's not like another musical which has a bit of story than song. Mm. Yeah, so on stage, when someone comes on, they do a number, there's a dance, right? So you're sitting in a theatre, a song is playing, there's choreographed dancing, you decide what to look at and when, and the song begins and ends and then transitions to the new one. So the set changes, the design changes, everything like that. In this, because that is happening all the time, the worst thing about it is the director. It It is Tom Hooper because he has decided what you're going to be looking at for each of these songs so he is deciding you're going to focus on this cat sliding on its back over here you're going to focus on this mouse bouncing over here and it's like a none of this is fun you're shooting it all as if i should be having a great time looking at all these different things but b it's so disorientating because you have a song i don't understand a story i don't understand and you're saying focus on this now focus on that now and you're swinging the camera over here and you're editing a cut in the middle of a take there it's so jarring while you're looking at something which is already so visually unpleasant i don't even get the choice of deciding what i focus on Mm -hmm. you are making me focus on all these things and and i think the worst thing about this film is that it is the direction of going i'm going to take what was on the stage i'm going to put it here but i'm going to decide what you focus on so you have no Escape. It feels like a, a jail, being in, in a jail of this madman's camera where mm-hmm. you de- where he decides everything and you have you have no control over what you're looking at. It's like a roller coaster of sickening variety.
2: The little thing that annoyed me even more was the fact that James Corden is top build for this film. Ugh.
0: Top and he's build in it
2: for like three seconds. He's like not even in this film. It's like that's the only redeeming feature. Mm, he's still in it a little too long for my liking. When he that bit when he was on the seesaw and like he was like, "You're gonna have to jump harder than that." He was like,
0: "That's the fuck. only that's the only bit I thought was good." That the fact that they they were like acknowledging that he's just this yeah. fat man.
1: Yes, that <laughs> yeah, but that's I, his whole joke though. Yeah, and that's the thing. I did against my bit of judgment. I did think actually that bit is funny, but not enough for me to enjoy it because everything no. else was so appalling. No, and it's and still then James they Gordon. do this really weird thing after that where they address the fact that they're not cats. Because he goes, so why don't you go and gather some other... And then he looks at the camera, and then back at the other person. Cats. It's really weird. It's like acknowledging, hey, we're all just acting under CGI here, aren't we? Didn't even notice that. Yeah. just weird. If you can bring yourself to, to do it, just watch that scene again. <laughs> I won't bother. <laughs> it's almost like acknowledging, hey, we're we're all human under here.
0: But the, the, like, the songs that were just so... I don't know how they were supposed to keep, Like, how can anyone follow it? It's like, they make up words, and it's like the first one with Rebel Wilson, and it's like, this is a gumpy cat. And it's like, what well, is that supposed to be... Is that a, just... She's a little absolute, bit chubby, or what just does that fuck mean? Just off. I yeah, know. and it's like, this follow these, these beetles going around the room, and she's got mice dancing. And it's like, well, what does this
1: mean? I don't understand. I know. What is, what is that? Exactly. Doesn't know, it's, it doesn't make sense. I'll tell you, it's one of the worst things is how offensive it is to cats because cats would hate this <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> they absolutely Max would destroy this movie. Max would be like, you get the fuck out of here. Max is like none of these cats. These cats these cats are cliche cats now. I understand in a kid's kid's poem you can write these different characteristics and stuff like that. But they didn't even look like cats. These people. No, I don't know what horrendous. they looked like.
0: I can kind of see where they're going with some of the designs, like with what kind of cat they're trying to do. But it's like, it's just so just the. the do you know a picture of like uh, that went round with, of Jennifer Hudson with a? Yeah. It's like the close up of her face. It's so bad. It like is. it looks like a like a face mapping you do on like fucking Instagram. It's so bad. Yeah. It doesn't look good in the slightest. Yes, maybe no. the fur looks good, but when it comes to their faces, the
2: three of so us so could have got that So up, bad, put it on us and made a better film than that. Yeah, and we'd probably just—I just, don't know. Shit. That's the
0: thing. It just looked like they put, like, pasted their face onto a furry body.
1: You know what would have just made more sense is if the whole thing was uh, not filmed. like a Pixar type thing. Just no yeah. humans involved at all. Maybe. And yeah, just If yeah. you're gonna, if you're gonna do this, just use that, whatever they call it, or even do rotoscoping or something like that just to make it different. Don't try and merge humans in with it because it's so unnatural. It feels so I just don't unnatural. just do why nobody stopped this film coming out. But see, Adam, know, that's like, the thing they did, right? They were re-editing. Yes, right, like, They released test footage and the yeah, blowback but they was did it so Sonic, bad. They? It was the same thing with Sonic where it looked shit
2: and everyone was like, hang on a second, that looks shit. And then they went back. Like, there's enough big actors in this film. It's like... There's a lot of big names in this film. They would have been like, "Hang on a second, that's not going out with my name attached to that."
0: Like, but the thing is, they would have recorded this or, or filmed this ages before they'd even got. To it was what all done over like four months yeah. or something like that. Like for all they know, they're just doing exactly what they're doing on the stage play, dressed in the costumes. Yeah, mm. exactly.
2: So they filmed it apparently with everybody in the same room together. Like they were just all in the same room performing together with the motion capture on it, kind of thing. So. They all fed off each other, but so I can kind of get that if you were in the room filming it with your just motion capture it and you're like, "This is actually going to look quite good," but then when you watch it back, you're like, "No, you guys need to sort that out, and Like Someone like Judy Dench, or even like fucking what's her name, Taylor Swift, or fucking some twat like that. I don't
0: think they had any say by that point. No, Their agents they would have got involved, say.
2: and they would have been like, "Come on, like, just don't no. release it. Don't you don't need to rush to release this film." No one was begging for cats to come out.
1: I don't think any actor has that control over a a film, even if you're massive. Because at even the end the of the studio, day, if they spent like another twenty million on it
2: to sort it out, then they would have made more than that.
0: I'm not sure how they could have done that. The uh, promotions for it, though, I haven't, I didn't, haven't seen anyone's actually gone around promoting this film, like in the press junkets and stuff.
1: No, well, they <laughs> were very quick to like slam it, weren't they? All yeah. of them, pretty much. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't blame the actors because they probably thought it was. Weird, but it's just like as a casting choice, like Ian McKellen, Judy Dench, and Jason Derulo. Like what in what? Dench meant to be in the original screen in the original play. That's right. And Jason Derulo doing like a
0: British accent.
2: Yeah, I know it's very disheartened. <laughs> like I was like, what? Rebel Wilson was the worst thing in this film, apart from him.
1: Yeah, Rebel Wilson. Her is character just...
2: annoyed the shit
1: out of me. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree. She's just playing her, her usual
0: shtick in a comedy film. I know.
1: I was, th- this is the thing that's the most annoying about Hollywood and just show business anyway. Someone who's so out of touch with what is actually funny decides, okay, we're going to just tell everyone this person's funny and just put them in everything. And you've got no choice. Jo- and if you say she's not, oh, well, n- why are you saying that? She is. Lots of people enjoy her. You've just decided it. It's the little things that people have about,
2: what do you say, drama students where they're like, look at us, we're just so good, we're just so good at everything, we dance across here. And everyone's like, no, that's irritating. Like, this is what, why, it's like this personifies why people will be annoyed at drama students. I'm not saying I'm annoyed at drama students. They have, like, fucking great things, but this is the reason, it reminds you of, like, you can be irritating. So people telling everybody all the time that they're fantastic results in cats. I see what you mean. If no one tells somebody they're shit, you don't get this film.
1: I, I do actually think, though, that even as much as Rebel Wilson annoyed me, the two most annoying characters in it were the two non-professional actors, the the two lead cats whose names I don't even know because they both came off they were both ballet dancers. That guy. Who's the two
0: lead cat? What the the magician? The cat? girl.
1: No, not the magician cat. The one who's who. He's like the the, one, he
0: almost like the leader.
1: The, the the leader of the other jellical cats yeah, yeah who's who's hanging around with her the whole time it's just like you're so the trouble is the film is so ridiculous and horrible and an abortion of a film which it is that when they have these really sincere looks on their face when they're encountering things it's like what do you think I am you think I'm a fucking fool do you think that that I'm gonna connect to the emotional heart of this movie because you've got this really sincere look on your face. You're singing about nothing. There is nothing going on mm-hmm. here. What are you Do you think you're gonna be a star on the back of this? I hope you're star phase. I hope you end up like uh, she from Sunset Boulevard in a fucking mansion somewhere, pining <laughs> for your glory days, because there is nothing left for you. You you Ugh. It annoyed me with the bit that they did all these songs dancing around and at the end of it they go
2: Meow. Oh, fuck off with it. That's the worst me, song cats, that I do think, though... Cats learned. would be so offended. The worst thing I did think, though, was like, this, these songs are shit, it was the last song, and it goes, the rules of being a cat. And it was like, the first rule of being a cat is when not a dog.
1: Oh, I was just like... Yeah, I know. It, I absolutely it's stupid. Absolutely stupid. Now, listen, there are some things in it, some of the lyrics that are like, oh, yeah, that's kind of fun, that accurately reflects what a cat is like. So Jason Derulo's first song, uh, what's it called? Rum Tum Tugger, I think. His first Buck song, knows, mate. <laughs> he, I know, all, the, all the names are ridiculous, but I think he was called Rum Tum Tugger. Um, the, the first time that he comes along, he sings about being a cat and uh, he says lines like, whichever side of the door I'm on, I wa- th- there's something happening on the other. Or Words to that effect. And it's like, yeah, okay, these are interesting observations about a cat that are true. Yes, but I don't need more than a couple of lines about that. I need a limerick and that's mm. it. Give mm-hmm. me a limerick about a cat. I don't need mm-hmm. a 2 hour movie where cats make shit up. And also like if you strip it right back, take everything back, right? What is this film about? It's about a bunch of cats who are auditioning to die and go to heaven and be Is that reborn what it is? I don't even into know what it is. Yes, that that whatever they call it, the something layer is heaven. So when when heavy Jennifer side Hudson, layer. the heavyside layer. <laughs> so when Jennifer Hudson Finally, crosses over. That's her dying and being reborn into her new life. The idea being that all of these cats who are forgotten and whatnot are waiting to get onto their new life. Yeah. And it's like, I feel nothing. Jennifer Hudson's song, Memories, I've heard that song before. I've heard it on soundtracks and stuff. I didn't know it was from cats. So when I heard it, I was like, all right, it's from this. Now, it's a very good song I don't I don't listen to it but I can acknowledge it's a a good song but in this movie it did nothing for me I felt there was no emotion I didn't I didn't connect to her that's what I thought as soon as that song came in I was like okay finally
0: there's a song I actually know but how the other songs are where the like different shots and different like uh, stuff happening this is just a focus on this on her face And it's like are you supposed to feel emotion looking at this disgusting CGI cat I know It's like, this is not good. (laughs) It's like, this is not bringing any emotion when you you just, it's a fucking face-mapped person on a cat.
1: (laughs) I know. The only person, and this is credit to him, of course, who was in any way I could kind of connect, was when Ian McKellen was doing his song about this ageing actor, who used to be... Past his prime. ...shutting the boards. Yeah, it was like, well, I can see you in it, and that's because you're a great actor. I can I can connect... But again, that's because Ian McKellen was on stage, so he's probably just channeling his, his, his inner self, and you mm. know that voice. You understand the gravitas of that. So it's like, okay, I can kind of see that you're a character here. You're a character I can believe in slightly. And then and then f- fucking Macavity just turns up and wishes him around into thin air. It's like, what? what? Macavity, what even are you? You're just a cat that is walking around
0: like what's your drive disappearing people you're disappearing it was like people.
1: i completely forgot he was
2: meant to be bad until the very end of the film when he holds on to the holds onto the hot air balloon and you're like hang on a second here let's get some drama and then he just falls off and he doesn't even die he just falls on top of fucking nelson's column
0: they definitely cut yeah. some shit out of this because it the last time you see before he appears at the end he goes to taylor swift quick come with me and then you never see taylor swift again and then suddenly he's just holding on to the bottom of the balloon.
1: See, that, but yeah. this is the thing, mate. I think saying they cut something out of this film is giving it credit that it's not due. I just think that they're stupid as fuck. And they were, that's how they were like, well, we need to get Taylor Swift out of this scene. We'll just do this. We only got Taylor for a day. So let's just, quick, come with me. Oh, and then when and
0: when you see Idris Elba dancing, he just it just it's, it's, looks wrong. He just completely naked. Oh.
2: I don't know how the directors or something just didn't go. This is shit. Let's not release it. Why would you release and then go? Oh, we we'll could do edits afterwards. Why not not release it? So much, though, mate, so, so much, mate. So much gone money into
0: it. They w- they would have thought they were doing a good thing when they. You they think spent seventy five
2: be... million on it. I did have a look at it during yeah. the film. I was like, how much money did they spend on this?
0: A lot of car co- like costs money going to yeah. the cost, but um, they I I wouldn't even I it wouldn't even like be surprised if while they were filming it. With all their motion capture suits on, they're like, yeah, this is going to be a good thing. Yeah. Because they would not know how the final product comes out. You couldn't.
1: No, because the things that are wrong with it are, like you say, yeah, at that moment, they're performing. A, they don't know visually how it's going to look with the CGI. B, they don't know how over-directed it's going to be by Tom Hooper. They don't know just how much he's going to be cutting, editing here. Like, honestly, Tom Hooper is the one who ruined this fucking movie. It It is... you don't get the chance to stay on a character or a scene long enough before he decides to edit and cut to something else when mm. you're already in the middle of a confusing fucking mess of a, of a thing. Stop jumping and cutting around and foc- like focusing on shit that is unnecessary. Back in the day, we talk, I think we talked about this recently, or maybe I'm imagining it. Back in the day in films, you would have uh, a two or three minute uninterrupted shot of something. Mm. Nowadays, Marvel... And it is Marvel, has you cutting every two to three seconds because it's like, oh, well, we're just making films for kids and we're going to lose kids if they have to look at something for longer than three seconds. So let's cut here, cut here, cut here, cut here. And that's what Tom Hooper was doing in this. It's like, this is horrible. I feel sick. And actually, Paul, that's probably why we felt it, because already what we're looking at is disgusting, but then he's jumping motion to another sickness. another stupid thing. It is. It's, it's motion sickness. It's like trying to fucking read and understand the, the, the back of a medicine packet while you're in a high-speed car chase. <laughs> <laughs> some, some nausea tablets. <laughs> How many do I got to take? Oh, And, and this whole Jellico cats thing is just the most annoying term. So annoying. If anyone ever says it in, if in you a want fun to be way, a genical
0: cat is a something cat. A genical cat is like, well, we don't understand what that means. No. So, how can we
1: compare it? I know, <laughs> Jenny and Dots, Buster for Jones, Mister, Mr. Missus. Listen, I will kill all of you people. <laughs> I will kill you all. Stop it with this stuff. You know what it is? It is for real upper class fucking snobs people who ain't got a care in the world. they got so much money, they don't need to worry about things. So their idea of entertainment is let's go and listen to Cats where they sing about fucking nothing. Not a single real world thing. I've never seen the stage play. I don't want to see the stage play because of this now. But it's sick. it can't be that bad, surely. No, it won't be as bad as this. But it's just the, 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 the songs are about absolute nothing. Think about all of the, the great... Um, musicals, like the songs, have something in it, like that connects to something mm-hmm. emotional or plot-wise or has a great riff or something. Think of them. And even all the Disney films with all their songs coming in, they connect to a story and an emotion. None of these songs meant nothing. That's why jamming in memory and having, and, and, and having her singing Memory, am I meant to care? I don't know who the fuck this cat is. Mm. She's on the street. Oh, sorry. The so thing I'm is, all I
2: remember is watching... Jesus Christ Superstar I'm feeling a little bit the same way about it. Jesus Christ Superstar
1: is no, a no, fucking no. banger by comparison. Absolutely. An absolute banger. Absolutely. If there was
0: if there was one song apart from memories, you had to say that was the best one of,
1: out of the bunch, what would you say? Probably that Darulo one. Just because there was a certain when it because you can connect to it. Connect to it and because he, I think maybe because he is a pop singer, it kind of works on that. Initial, when you first hear it catchy level. Right,
0: yeah. I would say. I, I can't the, remember
1: what it sounds like now. The Mr.
0: Mistopheles one, just because I can understand what they were saying. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mr.
2: Mustoff,
0: Mr. Magical <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles.
1: Yeah, but you know, see, like that as well. Like, what does it mean? You've got a magic cat who brings Hello. back Judy Dench. Why? <laughs> this what, isn't what, real why? life cats. I know. Just believe in it, and everyone and everyone is crowding. Everyone is so. Come on, we all believe in you, magical Miss Mustafli. You don't know him. This lead cat, (laughs) Francesca, whatever her name is. You don't know him. You were just thrown into this story an hour ago. (laughs) You don't even know him. How do you know his name to be singing this? (laughs) And it's starting. It's some kind of love interest between the two of them.
2: (laughs) I know. Yeah. She also. It was like they believed in him, and then that happened. He did it straight away, and then they just moved on. They don't use it again. Yeah. There's a whole big number for, like, five minutes to him go boom, and then he did it, and they were like, Greg, let's move on with our lives.
0: Yeah. Everything's just fleeting. They don't actually care. They just want to move on to the
1: next thing. On to the next thing. And I don't... I'm not against musicals. I like musicals, particularly when they're done well. Musicals can be some of the best fucking films. But this was absolutely not. And I don't want to judge the stage play, because, like I say, I think it probably works in a weird way on stage. Mm-hmm. I would never go and see it because of having seen this now. No. Mm. Zoe seen it and she said it's boring. So What, the, 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 the play? play.
2: Yeah. Scott said it was did in he? It yeah. was nothing, not all that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just because it's about nothing. In order for you to care about the songs in a musical, it has to connect. Either they have to be like bangers of the song or they have to have really cutting lyrics that are relevant to the plot or the emotion or something. Or it's just everyone it talking to- over each other.
0: Yeah. Like I can't understand what they're saying. No song moved the story I didn't, I the didn't story have the subtitles forward.
1: on. Oh, I did. I had to. But even with... Mate, even with the subtitles, I'd, it meant nothing. Like you say... It was The subtitles were, I'm a grumpy cat, and here comes the beat or march, the beat or march, the beat or march. Here's the mouse, one, two, three. Here's Felicity. here's Felicity, here's Felicity. I'm the grumpy cat, the grumpy cat, here's Felicity. It's like, what's <laughs> this? Did Max <laughs> did show any interest in the film at all when you watched it? He f- threw up a hairball, <laughs> and then he shit himself, and he cried. And he said, That's not me, sir. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, if you locked me, if I was Heisenberg in Breaking Bad in my cabin and the vacuum cleaner man says, there's a couple of DVDs down there, Cats and Paddington 2, I would have Paddington 2 on rotation constantly. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I would never, I wouldn't even out of morbid curiosity want to throw this on again.
0: Yeah. I like, I'm trying to think if, I mean, I've had some, some very bad films I've seen in my life, but I've, I don't think I've ever had one that's made me feel physically like this, like, hor- hor- like I feel horrible. No. So Horrible watching this film yeah and i think like that adds so much to how much i feel (laughs) like i'd probably watch anything other than this film
1: right now (laughs) i can't help but think how weird it is that i'm sorry to name check you julio but that julio loves it so much so what we on we know that we know about our dear friend julio likes this film that julio likes music he doesn't love it but he gives it a seven Right, Ooh. So that's that's the highest out of everyone Ooh. on my little
2: books Yeah but that's like to this film If you gave it a 10 out of 10 I could say haha and like, you're being a bit stupid about but it But see
1: Julio likes musicals right? So if he likes to sta- stage play Then he probably gives it a little added weight When he goes in but I, but from a, from a cinematic level As a film adaptation On it's own merits It has nothing going for it
0: I guess if you go in Knowing the songs as well It kind of must add a little bit of Mm,
2: even then, you're like fuck it. this shit. You'd, you'd be more annoyed that they didn't do
1: justice to the songs. I'd say. I'm going to read out uh, Julio's review. And we can see what we think. Look, this is him. Look, I did a load of drugs I thought this is okay. Cats was already pretty fucking weird before they adapted it into a movie. That's just a fact. Granted, it's a fact that anyone who isn't familiar with the Broadway musical is probably unaware of. Nevertheless, it's a show where grown men and women dress up as cats and sing songs about being cats while moving like cats. Okay, so far, so accurate. So the film adaptation, being live action, is unsurprisingly weird as fuck. More even, it doubles down on the weirdness by employing questionable digital effects. It embraces the weirdness by casting well-known actors... And daring you to take them somewhat seriously as they earnestly perform while dressed as a fairy fantasy. Exactly. That's the thing. I, you can't. You, it, but Daring you <laughs> to take them seriously it's not even a dare. It's like, I dare you. I would go, well, yeah, I won't take you up on that dare because I, I can't. <laughs> Who can? And you know what? It works. He says, he says, but this is here's the flip side to the coin because he says, and you know what? It works. Or at, or at least it works as much as you'll let it. If you go in already in a, LOL Judy Dench dressed as a cat mood, then all his hope is lost. And that's fine. To say that this movie isn't for everyone is an understatement. And to be fair, Judy Dench as a cat was too much even for me. But there's a lot of good stuff to make up for it. Right at the top, and here we go. This is how wrong Julio is.
0: <laughs> Francesca
1: Hayward is mesmerizing as our brand new, not in the original show that I can remember, point of view character. Mesmerising? She is an abomination. <laughs> Like I say, stay on your fucking ballet stage and dance over there. If I want to come see a ballet dancer who cannot act, I'll pay my money to go and see you do ballet dancing and I honestly acting. could not tell you whether she was a good actor or not because I, th- I can't
0: even remember what she was like. She had the same expression on her face
1: for two hours. Yeah, she was just a bit like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, what's this? Oh, oh, like wide eyes. Like, oh, I'm so, I'm so beautiful. To be
2: fair, fuck if off. I had to act <laughs> at some of the stuff that they were doing, you probably might pull that. Expression, I would
1: say that's probably more of a thing on the film than her. No, I think that is her. I don't think they digitally altered the expressions on their yeah, faces. They were like, True. R- and here we go. Look at this. Oh, Julio, Rebel Wilson, and James Corden bring some extra personality to some of the, <laughs> the <and> cats. <laughs> <laughs> While Ian McKellen and Jennifer Hudson do justice to some of the most memorable, and we get a T Swift, Idris Elba, Jewett—that's everything you didn't know you wanted from a musical about people playing cats. It's all silly and cheesy. and Swift's the most irritating person of all time, regardless, and weird. But God damn it, did you read my opening paragraph about the source material? I had a good time. I'm not a hardcore fan of the show, so I wasn't horrified by the changes. There were some much welcome plot additions and some narrative streamlining. But I also liked the show enough to get a kick out of seeing the number performed on the big screen by capable movie stars and several excellent less known faces and even when it wasn't hooking me emotionally it at least had me laughing at the sheer lunacy of it all all things considered i have to call that a win
0: sorry mm.
1: don't agree
2: <laughs> there's yeah there's contrarians and then there's just i mean crackers. he likes
1: the musical so that's so like i say I can imagine it working on stage so okay fine so he's a fan of the musical so that's going to give it some extra credit when you go into this I suppose because yeah like you say if you know the songs a bit more maybe but surely you look at it if you're a fan of the music it's kind of like what I say to you Paul about I can't remember what, a, a good example but like you know as a, a DC fan or whatever mm-hmm. you doesn't mean you have to like all of the stuff it means yeah. that when you when something's bad you should be able to go oh yeah but that was terrible mm-hmm. you, you didn't do justice to it and I feel like this is Julio's other DC film but where he knows time, it's he's, fucking bad, but he's going, Yeah, but I like the play, so fuck it. It's a 7 out of 10,
0: though,
1: for him. That is so, very high for this, mate. It's, it's high for, yeah, it's high for that us. That means you've got some enjoyment out of it. It's and high like, for us, yeah. It's high for my entire letterbox. No one on my letterbox yeah. gives it higher than that. Oh, Who say what oh, we gave this film? And
2: the main question is, Would you put okay, it above American Psycho 2? Let me, okay, too let me when just say, say this?
0: it is It is the bottom film of all time we've ever done this podcast yeah it's one it's yeah. one out of ten yeah it's, it's all it's about one. one out of ten there's not a really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there so is, it is <laughs> goes bottom yeah if i could give it nothing i would give
2: it nothing <laughs> did you expect it to hate it as much as you did bet
1: but the, you know what mate did you think there was like a redeeming least one redeeming number in it like you know what the ironic thing is i hate paddington 2 more than i hate this film the the, the thing about this film is there isn't A lot to hate about it. It's sickening. It's just sickening, yeah. It's just, I don't want to ever remember it. I don't want to think about it again. It's Mm. horrible. Mm. Whereas Paddington 2 had things, obviously I know there's things about it that work. Like at least it attempts a story, for example. At least it attempts a story. At least there's some interesting performances in it and stuff, interesting characters in it. But then I take objection to other things. Whereas in this, nothing redemptive. I can't even go, the sets are beautiful. Yeah. I can't even go, the songs yeah. were good. That's what I mean. There's
2: not one little thing you can get your teeth into. When you when you go into it, you're like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. But there's going to be something that we can kind of grab hold of and be like, that was
1: okay. When we came off the back of recording that last podcast, uh, I came into the living room. Jenny was in here. And I said, I just want to watch the opening minutes of uh, Cats just to get a taste for what it's going to be like. And I watched the first song. And I stopped it. And I said, this is... This is going to just be the worst experience. I don't know when I'm going to <laughs> sit down and finish this. And I, yeah, I had to watch it in like four chunks. Danny didn't watch it with you then, certainly not. Shit, <laughs> I said, are you interested? And she was like, I won't be watching that. <laughs> but I'm very glad that you brought it to the podcast, Adam. Because I'm glad
0: we have an opinion on it now.
1: Yeah, I think it says it all when you're watching a film
0: and you can't either can't wait for it to finish or you just want want to turn it off. If it was in a normal
1: situation. Would you have turned Absolutely. this film off? hundred percent it's so it's so bad that's why like i thought there's not even any point in pretending that there is some redemption in this that's why i messaged you boys and was like fucking hell man Mm. never normally do that but it's like i have to vent how awful this is making me feel yeah absolutely
0: i got to uh what's her name before i turned it off uh
1: the Rebel Wilson
0: dump, yeah the, what, the dumpy cat <laughs> gumpy whatever. cat whatever
1: gumpy yeah. cat yeah, that's not... what I was
0: like I need, I would turn it off at this moment
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you give it the one
2: number maybe the, and then you're like okay that was shit but mm. we'll see where this goes
1: cats Eight. deserve better cats deserve absolute better than to have this as their pretty much single filmic representation <laughs> go and play the stray video game go watch Aris the Cats yes
0: that is a good film
1: go and watch Street Bob the Street Cat oh yes or should you <laughs> why shouldn't Depend you depending on That's who's good. in that film who's in it
0: isn't it uh, the cat is played by uh, what's his name
1: the cat's played by a cat
0: it's about yes. cat. no but the voice of the cat there is
1: no voice oh, of the no, cat oh no
0: I'm thinking of a cat is like a cat called named Bob
1: No, and it's no. Kevin
0: Spacey or something
1: that's nine lives. No, we're not oh. doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> i mixed all those up. You did. You definitely did. Um, yeah, cats deserve better, man. Well, they don't deserve this film, that's for sure. No, they don't. I'm going to go and stroke my cat to feel better about it.
0: <laughs> do you want to hear some things that people have to say about cats?
1: I'm not sure I do. <laughs> I'll
0: just give them to you. Yeah. So, apart from loads of gifts of disappointed people and people throwing up all our <laughs> listeners to sending gifts like that we got two good reviews this is julio again he said bro it's not as bad as people say in fact it's pretty good adaption of the original show but if you're not into anthropomorphic cats singing about themselves this movie would never stand a chance of you
1: yes julio you've said it before we know no but exactly, Julio. Listen, you can't deny, as you say, if you're a fan of the, mu- if you're already a fan of the musical, fine. Yeah, then that's cool. But Julio, you can enjoy the musical. Watch the film. What do you enjoy about this film, as mm. opposed to the musical? What is the, what, what is, is it green? good about the film? Yeah, <laughs> because you know what it's like. If me, if the three of us read out the script for Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, people who like Reservoir Dogs will be like, oh yeah, they're saying the words that I know, but we're not actors, we're not performers. It sounds shit. It's no good. There's no great visuals with it. Mm. So it's Mm -hmm. crap. I don't want that.
0: It's true. I think this is the the thing, look. So our our second review is from Slarty's Film Review, and they say, honestly, I really enjoyed it, but I also enjoy musicals and going to the theatre regularly. It's the same thing.
2: I don't see how you can... It's not the same as going to, I don't know, I don't go to the theatre enough, but I can't put this in the same bracket of getting the enjoyment that you do at of that.
0: Mm. It's like, yeah. the thing is, what what can a film bring more to a story than the stage play can? I don't think this kind of stage stage show can bring anything extra than what it already is from a theatre mm. show. Stuff like if you're doing like, ghost stories, yeah ghost stories that is your you're literally fleshing out a story and you can mm. you can make it kind of scary with a with a kind of horror film feel but this is just people singing a, a song and then they go to another song and then another song and another song it's like it's yeah, you add it could nothing.
2: Be not this bad though that's the problem the problem isn't like okay if they just re the stage play and put it on here it would be okay it's just this is shit
1: if you had a yeah, if you had a they, camera, if you filmed a production of it, there must be a
2: it, plot to the West
1: End musical. No, I think it's probably exactly like this, but I think it's just easier to follow because, as I say, you are sat there deciding what you're watching, and it becomes clear when one song ends and another begins. Mm. I think it would just be easier to absorb as a play. It's mm. Tom Hooper who's fucked it by saying, "Look at this now, and look at this," mm.
0: and I actually sick with the fucking CGI, and that's what. Always- it kind of sets you off just yeah. seeing that CGI, like oh god.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then anything else, you're not going to accept.
1: But well, this is the world that we live in. People like uh, that shit, don't they? I don't. They don't know. No, no. I suppose they don't know. <laughs> the studios certainly don't anymore. No.
0: <laughs> right. So I guess that is the end of Cats. So we can move on to our next film. Of do you know what we we didn't even do your thing at the beginning of this episode, Ben. We got so distracted with what Phil we're doing.
1: What what thing at the beginning we're of this episode? We're in a new fucking round. Oh good lords, I forgot. We didn't do a breakdown of what year is this, twenty nineteen? Yeah, we're in twenty nineteen. Well listen, listen, let me let me let me here we go. Ready? In yes. 2019, some of the most significant things that happened in 2019. Yes, COVID was just around the corner. <laughs> One year later, it would start. Uh, the North Korea and US nuclear talks stalled. Brexit upends British politics. The US-China trade war continued. The Central American migrant exodus grew. Tensions flared in the Persian Gulf. This is all political.
0: <laughs> well, that was some very politically fueled news from 2019. And I Thank got you.
1: married... You got married And you brought on COVID with your marriage I had to go to the jewelers the other day And get my uh, ring uh, Reshaped Because it got all bent out of shape When we went on your stag do What about the one on your finger mate? Very good Very good good.
0: Got reshaped Because it got bent out of shape at the stag do (laughs) (laughs) Good Good good
1: Oh, uh, very good. right. Am I? Uh, shall I tell you what film we? Yeah, are doing what film we doing next? next? Well, I thought Paul was going to pick this one, but he Paul's actually revealed already what we're doing because of various reasons. Uh, I thought he was going to pick this one because he was what he was saying. So let's see if I can give you boys a clue. Okay. So, uh, this is something we've spoken about before, but we haven't podcasted on before. Uh, it's something I believe we've had differences of opinion on which is why it will be interesting again to podcast. And it is a sequel to a very well-known oh, film. Oh, I know what it is. We are watching Doctor Sleep.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Mm. There's many versions <laughs> of it, so whatever
1: version you can get your hands on, you can watch. But uh, I'll be watching just the normal one, not the director's cut, because that's what my Blu-ray is, just the normal one. But if you want to watch the director's cut... Yeah. I'll try to watch the director's cut. I'll try. Well, whichever version you watch, we will talk about it regardless. It uh, adds a lot. It does have a lot. The uh, director's cut, so... See, this is what yeah, i want to say. See, uh, this is the thing. If you watch the director's cut, mm. and I don't, uh, we're going to be in the same boat, probably, where I go, oh, it's oh, yeah. not very good, and you go, yeah, but the director's cut, and I want to watch the director's cut to see if that's actually true. Maybe there must be a way we can do it. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Regardless, whatever version you can see is fine. We'll talk about it. We'll see.
0: Right, I'm very excited to watch that. Should we move on to what our patrons have to say this week? Yes. So just so everyone knows, we've got a Patreon channel at www.patreon.com forward slash filmbusters where they, or well you, can get exclusive episodes, exclusive content, and you can basically control the show, and you can become part of the Filmbusters family, just like the likes of Andy Bishop.
1: Next up we have Ben from Film Vloggers. We have Mock and Steve from Movie Drone, who played our, our new promo, which is actually an old promo by this point but still it's the first time it's ever been played in the wild
0: yeah thank you very much we also have Brent from Home Video Hustle
1: yes we also have Jason
0: Clarkson we have beloved Luke Human we have Fiona Stewart
1: we also have Sean Panda Nicholson Sean Nicholson I was on his show it's very good so go and watch that go and listen to that episode if yeah, you, you have it uh, we have Nerd Revert from Texas Albuquerque and all other places
0: we have Julio the mega cats fan
1: yeah. Yes, we do. We also have Jamie Russell. And we have Katie Anotti, who, as we established previously, will be joining us on the podcast in this round because they picked this year and the film uh, that would inspire the rest of this year.
0: Right, thanks, patrons. Uh, now we talk about what they've been watching this week, the best and the worst. First, we've got Sean Pan and Nickerson, and he says, Adam, sweet, sweet Adam, what have you done? <laughs> I love you, but cats... I suppose it will probably, hopefully, bring out a furious Ben, and that is worth it. But cats! We yes. did get a furious, furious Ben. Furious so. out of
2: all of us. <laughs> Furiosa.
0: <laughs> Furiosa. This week I watched Jurassic Park for the first time in absolutely ages, and it still slaps. That first T Rex encounter is one of the most perfect pieces of, block- of blockbuster filmmaking ever. Blackbuster. I bloody love it. Keep up the amazing work and sort Adam out for me, please. <laughs> we well, sorted him right out I
1: think uh, last night's up. festivities yeah have sorted him <laughs> out he's punished he's punished himself
0: <laughs> totally agree with you Sean Jurassic Park is absolutely masterpiece and that T-Rex man
1: exactly all of that stuff's good it's just a shame they had to make these new films and uh, ruin everything just like the the cats thing just because you like Jurassic Park and dinosaurs doesn't mean you have to like these new ones
0: listen even you know that's not on the cats level <laughs>
1: Oh, hey. I ain't seen it yet. It might be. (laughs) Neither
0: have I. I haven't seen it either. Oh. It could very well be.
1: Could very well be. It's not on cat's level, though. That is true. Yes. Good one, Sean. Julio's next, and he says, appropriately, my positive review is for The Adam Project, a fun time travel adventure with a child actor who isn't annoying and a great cast all around him. Uh, As for the negative, it was Morbin time during my flight to Peru, and it was a snooze fest. I'm guessing this is Morbius. Yes. Although one that featured Adria Arjona so not an entire watch I don't know who Adria Arjona is uh-huh. he's just the,
0: the female lead in that film
1: ok and finally Cats isn't bad guys Cats might in fact be good so we've heard from Julio yes. all across this podcast as come the on Julio course. how many times do you want to say it in this podcast <laughs> I know he's he's balanced out all the negativity because he's <laughs> yeah yeah well listen Julio uh the Adam project I've had on my watch list for a very long time, so I will be watching that. Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Well, I didn't realise it was Ryan Reynolds. You I don't didn't realize Morbius. I won't be watching Morbius, no. It <laughs> holds nothing for me, son. No, I mean I, movie Morbius is gonna
2: be like cats. It's like everyone's gone about how shit it is. And it's not even good shit.
1: It's just shit. I'm sure Morbius will be better than Cats. I'm It's sure not it will as be. bad
0: as Cats, I can promise you.
1: I honestly don't. I, I think Cats is the worst film ever.
0: I've seen it, yes. It is as bad as he's saying, yes. It's a snooze fest.
1: You know what made me feel sick the other day is, I don't know what it was, some convention collector mania or comic con, whatever, in America, and Marvel released like their slate for the new phase, and oh, I yes. thought, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, years of like, this will be this, and then this is coming out, and that's coming out, and I just thought, do you know what, fuck you, man, you are absolute, you're just the worst, fuck off, you were destroying good shit, <laughs> I never want to talk about it. Would rather Cats the sequels for the next 10 years? you know years? what, I would rather someone tries and does Cats, so that I could, it's, it's an, a, a halfway original thing to try and do. But if you, but you know, for me, it's like releasing a new version of cats every two years. It's like, well, we've already seen one and I didn't like it, so why'd you keep fucking doing it?
2: So what was your worst film beforehand? was it that, Was it that um, Happy New Year whatever it was? New Year's Eve, whatever you said it was?: Yeah I th- that, would, that would
1: have been the worst film I've ever seen, but that
0: it would be a pleasure to sit
1: through <laughs> compared yes. to
0: cats. I'm
1: sure it is. I'm looking at all my one-star films, and bizarrely,'ve only my one-star films I've only got about 25. Um, Dirty Grandpa, Cats is worse than Dirty Grandpa. Jesus, <laughs> gone in sixty seconds. Would you think seconds. you would have said that before the podcast? No, I didn't think I would have said that. I mean, there's some pretty terrible films here, but yeah, it is. Uh,
0: All worse I'm going to say,
2: that. Ben, is you stopped me from picking Midsummer, so it's kind of on you.
0: I'm glad we watched it.
1: I'm glad we watched it as well. Yeah, Made it for was good worth discussion. it just so we can
0: have an opinion, exactly and a discussion.
1: It's probably going to be out most of this episode. It might be. And it might be the one episode where no one's really seen the film as well.
0: <laughs> they just need an opinion. I on think it.
1: everyone's seen a bit of it by now. They put it on like
2: every streaming service to try and make any bit of money. I mean, money you don't even it. have to watch it to understand what. You watched the first
1: song. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it was the funny thing. I tell you what, the last uh, four or five films that we've covered on this podcast have been big stinkers. Apart from mm. King of Comedy, we've had mm. stinkers.
0: Good one next.
1: Well... Don't know. That's that's why I brought it up because I know he had mm. a difference of opinion on it. Ooh. I know, and I shall be watching. I don't know if you listeners want to do that, and, and if you boys want to do it as well. I will be watching The Shining before I watch okay. Doctor Sleep as well because I want to, because you'll have a comparisonist.
0: Want to compare and contrast.
1: I'll see you later.
0: <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Everyone, thanks to our patrons. Thanks for Adam for suggesting cats. And also not thank you for mentioning cats. And we'll see you next time on Dr. Sleep. Goodbye. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for sitting it back.
2: And I can only apologize.